Is we in this zone? I think we up in this zone. All right. Let's get to it. And you already know it will be a short one. First is. Ass off. Yeah. Okay. I'm popping shit. That's all I'm popping. Drill Santana. I'm not at all impressed, my man. I would have been if that was before the breast implant. I let the cannon off. I'm fighting for you, Jack. I'm fighting for you, Jack. I couldn't get a clear facing of it, but it looked like ketchup, man, eggs and mustard. Basic cousin, I'm the only one that's great who does it. Every day I got to train new puppets. You niggas getting too big for your bridges. Like I won't lift it and spit it, make you trip in a minute. And fall flat on your face, put you back in your place. Just for thinking you at where you ain't. I dabbled in weight before I took rap in this way. Just so happens I'm great. And I am. For you, I think rap's a mistake. Just kill yourself, wet neck in your face. Don't make me stand and spark the big eagle. Make you a man apart like Vin Diesel. Or the steel blue ape. It's real, you play and get left with a mildew oh face. Oh my god, you think where do I start? You can knock the kick round. I pop where a do big I round stop? and I knock the kick down. Besides that, I like to drive down. He got, got a truck, a coupe, and a 95 cap. And just when they said it can't get more willer, I shoot through that banshee four willer. You got a problem, cousin? That's full blown HS. Harlem stuck. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the Harlem. Shout out to the Harlem. Full blown Harlem, nigga. Shout out to the whole fucking Harlem. Shout out to my nigga Slick Williams. Yeah, I mean. That's where I fucking got wildin' from respect from. I remember the first time my nigga said it. The first time I ever heard it. And I told him right there, point blank, toe to toe, my nigga, I'm stealing that from you. Let's get into one fucking more, because this one, my God, guys, it relates. podcast right now because of because what's to come i am so scared to do the pod right now because what 
is to come. But holy mac, I have no other alternative but to get into it. I heard they wildin' for What's up, folk? It is your one and only favorite Wody Jacka Jack. Just another nigga with no bitches and an opinion, and I've been wildin' for respect! How do you really run? How the fuck you live? I just cannot stop, I just can't stop. Kicking my old shit. Da 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 what is going on, everyone? We are back, episode 159 of the Wildin' for Respect podcast. I am your host, your one and only favorite Wody, Jagger Jack. Let me just hit a quick little. Oh, shit. Wrong one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Round of applause. Encore, encore. Now, I will be honest with you guys. I have no choice but to be honest with you. (sighs) Last week was a little busy. Not necessarily any busier than weeks prior. But mentally, it just was a little busy. Mentally, I didn't. I felt like I didn't have any room for topics. Uh, and Friday came, nothing. Saturday came, nothing. Sunday came, nothing. And yeah, I was like, fuck. I don't know if I'm going to drop a pod this week. Because I did have one topic. And I will get into it tonight. I did have one topic. But, um, yeah, damn, we early into the shit. I need to go to the doctor. No cap. I know I shouldn't have did that. I know it's going to come right back. I know it's going to destroy everything I made. It's probably going to get you for a cent away. But this game I play ain't no way uh. to fix it. It's inevitable that I'm sure. One time for my nig. My nigga hit me up and said, damn, boy, hit me up, uh, hit me up on, on on Monday, yesterday. Hit me up Monday, talking about some no pod, my nigga. Mondays ain't the same. And I felt bad. I truly did. Like, damn, Don, you tripping. You slipping. Come on, where my, come on, focus in on the kid. Y'all, y'all niggas better stop playing with me out here. Uh, and I was like, damn. I have been dropping on Mondays. Niggas expecting to hear me on Mondays. I'm bugging. Let me drop a motherfucking pod. I hit my nigga like, man, don't even trip. I'm going to drop tomorrow or Wednesday. Don't even worry about it. Uh, And just so happens, some topics arose. Life kind of happened, and it definitely... Life kind of happened and it gave me a topic. It gave me a topic. Oh, God. Let me get into it. So, there's this app. There's this app 
where you can meet people it's a it's a dating app per se but dating is second to that if you just so happen to find a partner on that app well then kudos to you I'm fighting for you, Jack. I'm fighting for you, Jack. But the app is primarily used for the attempt, the connection for adult extracurricular activities. I'm trying to keep it mild. You mean? Well, I met a woman. I matched with a woman. And I shoot her a, shoot her a, you know, a quick little message. Her bio read something about looking for an open-minded friends with benefits so I send her a message saying well when you say open-minded what does that entail for you she replied back oh well this a little bit of that and maybe even some of this okay cool so we're talking we're chatting it up we're going through this and that shit right chatting now she hits me back a few days later from my initial you know my initial uh reaching out to her my my initial message she hits me back a couple days later right I wasn't I wasn't expecting to hear nothing from her, this and that. Whatever. Well, once she hits me back, we get to talking and we kind of continue to talk. I think we probably talk throughout the week or maybe throughout the weekend, whatever the case may be, having good conversation, you know, about the lifestyle and this and that and whatnot. You know, it was good talk, good talk. But now, as you guys know, I've had experience in the lifestyle uh, for a number of years. As stated before, things have slowed down tremendously. Within recent, the last handful of years, relationships, this and that, whatever the case. Long story short, I would probably say my peak, my peak action and activity within the lifestyle was 2016 to 2017. That was peak, like just crazy. But after that, 
here and there, whatever, you know. But with that, I kind of understand how things are going to go. Just through conversation, oh, I'm talking to this person. I can tell if we're really going to meet up. I can tell if they're serious. Sometimes you might get a little lost in the sauce. Like, oh, okay, damn, I kind of thought this was, but maybe not. I kind of felt it, whatever the case may be, right? So at one point during our conversation, she goes, you know, some of the guys, they like to meet. You know, they don't have any patience. They 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 want to meet quick and all this and that and whatever the case. They're kind of rushing, whatever, this and that, right? And I tell her, well, I'll be honest with you. Normally, I'm that guy. If we chatting it up, if we start, if we're chatting for more than a day, more than two days max, I'm already kind of putting this one in the books of like, oh, yeah, this isn't happening. That's kind of like a sale, you know, from my experience, which is little of doing sales. It's 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 well known that for the most part, if you don't get them right then and there you're probably not going to get them. When I was doing door-to-door, I'm knocking on doors, trying to set up appointments, this and that, just so I can come back. But the appointment, that's kind of where you shoot your shot. That's that's really where you're supposed to shoot your shot. You don't want to be selling them before the appointment. Uh, but if you're nice enough to think you can get them right then and there, Maybe you can try, but really you want the appointment. But that's still kind of same day shit. Like once you get to the appointment, if there's a second appointment, it ain't happening. They really just running around. They they don't want to tell you no, this and that. So they really just bullshitting it is what it is. Same thing with when I was doing insurance. You're trying to set appointments, but the real good ones, the niggas is dead nice as sales. Fuck the appointment. I'm getting you on the initial call. Fuck all the bullshit. I ain't even got time because you're going to have time to think. You're going to have time to whatever the case may be. And it's the same way within the lifestyle. If you're talking to motherfuckers for more than a day, more especially more than two days, it's a wrap. You're not pro- you're probably not the only person they're talking to. You know what I'm saying? Like motherfuckers is out here getting hits. Motherfuckers is out here getting hits. Niggas is horny and niggas is thirsty. So anybody, any couple, this and that, any bitch, just like a hoes DMs, it's the same fucking thing. It's the same thing. If they not jumping on you, it's a wrap. So I tell her, like I said, well, my experience, I'm normally that guy because I understand what it is that if it's not within this window, it's pretty much going to be a wrap. And then she tells me, well, I have not, she, I, ha, I have not so great news. I'm going to be out of town until after Thanksgiving. Um, going back to 
Canada and I got to go. I'm jet setting across the world for work and all this and that shit, whatever the case may be. The woman is originally from me. She's a Canadian. So I'm like, damn, my theory's playing out. But the conversation is going well because she's a single woman in the lifestyle. I don't know too many single women in the lifestyle. Truthfully, I don't even know too many. I don't even know many single niggas. Truthfully, that's just, it's really not just something people just be out parading around about like this and that. Oh, I be doing it like that's just so it's really one of those. Oh, if you know, you know, you know, you might have met niggas at a party or this and that a handful of times, whatever the case may be. But that's really where you might meet a nigga that that that's in the you know in the shit like that but a bitch i really don't i really ain't know too many women that said it so i was really genuine like i I was liking our conversation just because i got to ask questions and all this and that and just see what her perspective is from from a woman's side being single and playing with couples and all that just like it was extremely interesting to me extremely interesting so fast forward Fast forward, we've been talking damn near every day for about almost two weeks or so now. Almost almost two weeks. Every day just chatting it up. Well, <laughs> well, the other day we was talking and... I forgot exactly what, and and I wish, but again, out the window, the receipts aren't necessarily obtainable at the moment, forever, anymore. But we were saying, we were talking about something, and I was saying something about, oh, I know what it was. She was saying something, and I was like, well, to me, it sounds like you, you know, to me, it sounds like you prefer not to make any decisions in the bedroom and this and that or whatever, something something along the lines of that nature, right? Of just like, she just rather, she just with the shit. She not trying to lead nothing, this and that, in terms of the bedroom, this and that shit, right? So I'm like, for sure, I can appreciate it because I can be quite creative. And... You know, you just going with the flow can really, you know, help us be, can really, I ain't got to worry about that stunt in my creativity. You did. Then she hits me with the, well, what if this doesn't even translate in person? So I'm like, oh, so you might be a catfish, huh? She's like, excuse me? She's like, you might be a catfish, this and that, whatever the case, right? Oh. So then she goes like, um, well, she's like, are you confident? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, I can tell you, yeah, but that's something that you got to determine. Like, what kind of question is that? Like, am I confident? Yeah, I can. Yeah, I'll tell you, yeah. Like, I think I'm quite confident, but. In comparison to who, I don't know. I think I'm confident, but you might not see it that way. 
And compared to who, I don't know. Like, that that's really up to you to decide. So what kind of question is that? Like, why are you asking? That's a that's really a stupid-ass question, for real, for real. Like, it's not a stupid question, but at the same time, it's a stupid-ass question because are you going to take my yes for face value? If I say yes and then we meet and is this and that, it's like, well, Am I coming off confident? Do you think I'm confident or no? Or are you looking at, at me like, oh, this nigga is a L7 square. He ain't got no type of juice, this and that. Like, fuck this nigga. We gone. No, I'm not attracted to you. You can cancel it. Um, so that's that, whatever the case, right? Uh, so I so I believe I asked, I go, so what do you what do you deem? What do you consider confident? She goes, honestly. I don't even know. It's more so just a feeling. Again, more evidence to why, bitch, that was just a stupid-ass question. Like, what are you even asking? That was just dumb. Why would you ask me that? Like, it doesn't, that doesn't even matter. (laughs) That's that's so irrelevant. That's so irrelevant right now. You could at least ask, like, do you think you're a good conversationalist? Bitch gonna ask me, am I confident? Get the fuck out of here. So then uh, I say something, whatever the case may be. So then I ask her, well, what do you think? What are, what do you think is not confident, unconfident? Like what are, what do you feel those traits are? What do you feel this net is? Right. She goes, I can't give you the cheating tips. And I'm like cheating tips. And she was like, she was like, don't think infidelity she was she was like not like infidelity cheating tips she was like more so just be yourself and don't worry about what i think well okay again back to bitch what the fuck you gonna ask me if i'm confident for (laughs) you know like what so i reply somewhere along the lines again the receipts are longer there because Out the window, I went. So anyways, I reply the next morning some shit like that because the time difference is crazy, right? So I reply the next morning. I go, oh, well, I was going to do that anyway. Like, I was going to do that anyway. I'm like, again, trust me. If me and you don't hit it off, I promise you, I'll... I'll be okay. <laughs> I'll I'll be okay. I'm like, now if we were talking about dating, then yeah, I might want the answers. Cause she was like, don't think of it. She was like, don't think of it like a like a test. Or, or no, she said, or she said, think of it like a test. Think of it like a test. Um, and which again, that's weird because it's like, all right, well, don't worry about just be yourself and don't worry about what I think, but also think of it like a test. Well, that's a little, but okay. So I'm like, so I'm like, uh, yeah, like if we, uh, I, I was like, yeah, don't worry about it. Like, of course, I'm definitely going to be me. I ain't tripping. If like, if we don't, if we meet in person and we don't hit it off, then it just is what it is. Like no sweat off my back. You know, I'm like, I was like, now if we were talking about dating, then yeah, I might want the answers, but just 
to be fuck buddies for a few moments, I'm like, I don't think the pressure is warranted. You know, it's just whatever. Oh, uh, and the reason why I say that is because, well, just from the things she's told me, uh, from guys that she's met over the past few years, friends with benefits she's tried to have, some of them lasted, most of them didn't, this and that, whatever the case. Uh, it seems like her whole M.O. is just, like I told her, I said, I think you're a tough crowd. Just from things that she told me, like I, I didn't told her about my experiences and all this and that. And she was like, I, she was like I'm not even going to lie to you. Your experience is a little intimidating. Like, she was like, I think you're the first person I've ever chatted with that had me feeling this way. She was like, she was like, and she was saying how like some of the, some of the, the cats that she was fucking with, she kind of cut them off because she felt like them niggas was phoning it in. You know, they was being too boring, maybe too vanilla, too redundant and shit. And she was like, yeah, talking to you is really kind of making me question my own, challenge my own notions on what I think is boring and what I think is vanilla. So I had to hit her with a classic street poet, legendary line from my nigga Larry June. Thought I was rich. So I met my rich homie. So don't even trip, mama. <laughs> don't even trip. You, you, the young is a wild. Yeah, the young is a wild and for real. Oh, uh, but this is where it kind of gets tricky. It is getting tricky because I'm about to have to do it. I don't get a response when I say that. Again, guys, we've been talking for almost two weeks. So I'm kind of getting patterns of response. Again, there's a hell of a time difference. I'm in Texas. La Mama in Europe right now. So I'm kind of getting a little, you know, this and that. I don't get a response. So then I respond. I, I, I hit her up again and was like, Okay, was that, I'm like, hmm, was that too confident, too arrogant, or nonchalant? Because that was something we kind of talked into uh, about, too, of just, like, back to the confident conversation, where she was like, yeah, I guess that is kind of hard to gauge. Like, how do you, like, she was like, if you don't have a point of comparison, and she's like, if you don't have a point of comparison, but you also can't talk about yourself in, like, a non-arrogant manner, like, how do you just... How do you just convey to someone that you're confident? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you just convey that? Uh, and again, like, like we ain't been talking for two weeks straight. But again, like I said, shit in person, this and that, whatever the case. Uh, so I'm like, I say that, no response. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, okay. So then, now these receipts I do have. But in order to read these receipts, I have to also read her response because maybe a little over 24 hours, 30 hours, 36, who knows, some shit like that. She did respond. And the first thing I see in the little box 
of the four messages that she sent, I sent eight. I'm fighting for you, Jack. I'm fighting for you, Jack. I read, I just got busy. No cap. (laughs) (laughs) Niggas is rhyming. So now, guys, let's get to the real. And these are the things that I said, and then I will read her response. And her response... Me reading this will be in real time. It will be in real time. She responded to me earlier today when I was at work. But as soon as I read, I just got busy. I was mortified. I was buried up to my eyeballs in fucking embarrassment. In fucking embarrassment because... I jumped completely out the fucking window. I jumped completely out of the fucking window. I'm terrified right now to open up my phone. Holy shit. Let's get to it. Okay. Okay. Not. So I, I, I respond. At 6.46 this morning. 6.46 this morning. So we've talked we've talked extensively every day for almost two weeks. And you're ghosting me because I said what? Or made you feel like what? I feel like I might have an idea as to why. Out the fucking window, Don. That's just like when that's just like when a cop pulls. That's just like when a cop pull you over. I remember one time on base. Quick story. One time on base, me and my nigga Dirty. One time for my nigga Dirty man. That's my nigga. I really love that boy. Oh, uh, we finna head out to the spot. We finna shoot up to old whatever the fuck that rock and rodeo. We've been to shoot up the rock and rodeo. We've been drinking. We've been pre-gaming like a bitch in the dorm. This and that shit, whatever the case may be, right? So we finna lead the big the 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 BX. Dirty might have just got some gas or some shit. You know, my nigga Dirty, he was pushing the bean piece. 2012, we was pushing the bean piece. All black John. So we finna pull out the fucking BX. Dirty ass, he out here littering. He throw the bottle of liquor. Out the fucking car, out the fucking window. I'm like, dirty, you don't throw it out the. I'm like, come on, dirt. Soon as he throw it out the fucking window, we bend the corner. Next thing you know, whoop whoop, they light us up. I'm like, ah shit. I'm about drunk, not really, but liquor is for surely in my look. On a on a military installation, it's more than enough liquor in my body to uh to be hemmed up. Granted. I wasn't driving, but still, if the shit was on me, the shit was on my dog, and he was driving. 
They pull us over, this and that shit, come to the car window. Hey, what's going on? Good, e good, good evening, sir. Um, Blase, blah, let me get whoa, 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 whoa. Do you know why I pulled you over? Dirty goes, yes. I'm in the passenger seat thinking. You do? Well, I be damned. So does the cop said the same thing. You do? What does nigga Dirty say? I threw trash out my window. No. You rolled the fucking stop sign coming out the BX. <laughs> I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You rolled the stop sign. I had my nigga doing, had my nigga doing, oh, uh, this and that. A whole sobriety test, this and that shit. Whatever the case, we still ended up going to Rock and Rodeo. My nigga passed it, flying colors. We was faded. My nigga, my nigga met a bitch there that night, took her back to the crib. That's back when you really could hit a bitch on the first night. That shit crazy. You can still hit a bitch on the first night these days? You meet him at the club? I don't know. I don't know. Oh. Uh, but, yeah, so, again, I jumped out the window in parentheses. I think <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to read this shit. I feel like I might have an idea as to why. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. This is so embarrassing. I feel like I might have an idea as to why. Outside of maybe, Jesus Christ. Outside of maybe, you really were never that interested. Guys, am I going out bad or what? But I think there's a genuine conversation to be had. I've been open, respectful, and genuine to you. And I still don't know your name. Let me get to that. So it's one day we we texting this and that shit. Well, mama didn't send me pics and whatever. Let me just preference it also. Baby is, what, 39? She's cute. Is she drop-dead gorgeous? No. Is she ugly? No. Probably give her a cool five or six, somewhere like that. The body. Body might be sitting at an eight. No cow. But then one day, I don't know, something asking for pigs, blah, 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 bitch going to tell me. I just noticed you're not verified. And some of your pics don't look that recent. And some of your blah, blah, blah. So I verify. I never even asked the bitch's name. She never even asked my name. I accidentally let it slip. Talking about work. She's like, oh, this is, oh, that's your name. This and that. So, you know, that kind of, but anyways, I digress. And I'm finna get off this. Or maybe I might just make this the whole podcast. Even though, I don't know, 35 minutes on this could be boring. I'm, I might be dragging this out way too much. And I still don't know your name. So, yeah. For you to just go ghost really kind of sucks. And let me just say that, guys. Because I was honest in, in, in what I was saying to La Mama. Would I love to drop you off? Yes. Some of the things we've been talking about. You sound fun. You really sound like you could be my kind of bitch. 
For real. It would be lovely to experience you. It would mean the world to me to explore your body, even if it's just once. So yeah, talking to a bitch for two weeks and I say some shit that, you know, did I really think it was out of pocket? No, but I did feel like I was kind of getting a little slick. I was just kind of shooting a little, you know what I'm saying? Because I ain't like how Shorty just said, oh, this might not translate in person. Because she wasn't speaking for both of us. She was speaking for her. She was trying to say like, nigga, I hear what you're saying, but pump your motherfucking brakes. Because I might see you in real life and think to myself, nigga, it's a definite no. I'm not, I'm not fucking with you. I'm not attracted to you. Now, I can feel the same, but I can feel the same way. I can feel the same way when I still catch the nut, of course. But I might just be like the other guys. Uh, she's born. Pussy was all right. If I hit it again, I'll just phone it in. It is what it is. Whatever. I just didn't like how she was trying to, I didn't like how she was trying to break check me. So I was just, you know, giving her a little break check too. Like, don't think that, don't think. We walking into this motherfucker equal. Don't think. You eat. Then I said, P.S. How many tests have you really wanted to pass in life and didn't ask for a study guide or notes? Or maybe it shouldn't be a test. Maybe it could just be two people meeting and seeing how things go. I don't think I, I don't think I can really get any cornier. One time for one time for cornball. Like I said, if me and you didn't hit it off for whatever reason, it would be cool. I'd really love for you to respond to these messages, but you really might have decided you never want to speak to me again. Okay, it's going to take me a handful of days. Or so to get over it, because I because I really enjoy speaking with you. But I really hope we get a chance to talk. And I can at least explain myself if I unintentionally offended you. So maybe I lied. I said I sent eight. I really sent five. Now, guys, here goes the real. I wish I was live streaming. I really wish I was live streaming. I really wish I could read the chat. <laughs> I wish I had, I wish I was live streaming with a possible audience of at least 75 to 100 because I know there would be 25 niggas in the chat having me dying laughing right now, flaming me up. Absolutely flaming me up. And that shit would be hilarious. <sighs> hold up, guys. Hold up. Just. Out the window. 
There's a great chance that the messages that I'm about to read, there's a significant chance that the messages I'm about to read are going to be the the outcome, maybe, maybe not the outcome, maybe the indication. No, that's not the, that's not the right word either. The result is a there's a amazing chance that the messages that I am about to read to you guys live that I haven't read yet. I haven't read yet. I've seen these messages prior to my lunch break. On my lunch break. And I thought to myself. I don't want to respond right now. And I don't want to read this. Because I don't want to be at work. Going back and forth. If there is a going back and forth or whatever. And it might be better or funnier. If I do it on the pod. But these very much. This very well could be. In real time guys. Messages. Are, are the result of me talking my way out of the pussy, which I have been known to do. Now, from the scroll up to get to my messages, she didn't send a lot. Short and sweet. That sounds pretty, that, that, I don't know if that's a good thing. But without further ado, fuck it. Let's go. The first words are, hey, I am, we're going to read this line by line. And let's just see how things go line by line. Hey. I am very, very sorry. Ooh. Ooh. They both from Virginia. I'm from Virginia. I'm saying I put in two weeks. I put in two weeks of talk. I should have a lasting effect. I should I should have been able to leave some type of impression. I should have. Yeah, I like that. Hey, I'm very, very sorry for making your mind do all this. I'm very, very sorry that you felt like it was necessary to send me a gang of messages. Multiple paragraphs. My nigga, you bugging. My nigga, you the motherfucker, you feel me? You done did that. You done... That's what you did. You did that. But I didn't respond. So, hey, I'm very, very sorry. Yesterday was a long day, and I. And I believe it. 
from details she has explained to me with her job and things of this nature, I can understand it. Uh, the woman, again, like I said, she's jet-setting across the pond, multiple different cities, and this and that. I possibly can see how she just got tied up. She owes me nothing. This isn't my woman. This isn't my girl. I've never even seen her in person again, guys. I don't even know her name. Does she have a name on the app? Yes. But one time, I said, but one. <laughs> that was me about that was like a mix of me wanting to say once and one time. But once she said something along the lines of, I forgot how we got there, what we was talking about, but long story short, she was like, When I meet when I meet people in person, I tell them my real name. So I was like, Oh, okay, well, I ain't asked, but that just led me to believe, oh, okay, well, the name that you have here probably isn't your real name. Okay, for sure. Whatever, it's cool. I've met plenty of people that go by different names, this and that shit. I would go by different names sometimes, whatever the case. You know, it's common. And I lost track of time back home. It's it's understandable. And I apologize. Again, out the window I went. This is line by line. This is just the first message, but... It's not too bad, guys. It's not too bad right now. But there is still three whole messages to go. Two, actually. Because one of them said, I just got busy. I think that was the last one. So I know what that said. But what what does the two middle contain? You know how, like, they say in life, everybody celebrates the birthdays and all this and that. But they say... You know what the most important thing in life is? When you die, there's a day that says, for instance, me, it'll say July 29th, 1991, dash, Lord willing, whatever year it is far from the day we are now. But it's the it's the dash. It's the dash of where the meaning, the substance, the things that really matter, that's really the most important thing on the paper. Fuck the first date. Fuck the second date. Who cares? Those are just numbers. We want to talk about the symbol. And what does that symbol mean? Right there in the middle. Who knows? So here, the first message, is it over with? Hold up. So in total, the message says, hey, I'm very, very sorry. <sighs> Yesterday was just a long day, and I, and, and I lost track of time back home. I wasn't ghosting. I thought she was ghosting. The second message reads, and we're only going to, we're still doing this line by line. 
This was more because of my, who knows? Can't really give too much off of that. This was more because of my work schedule. Flying. And time change. I don't open the app. I'm going to assume all that much or all that often. If we were streaming, I put it in the chat. Chat, before I go any further, make a poll. Make a poll. A, B, C, A, B, C. A, does she say I don't open the app all that much? For A, all that much? B, I don't open the map, I don't open the app all too often. B, all too often. Or C, I don't open the app all that other. Dot, dot, dot. It could be something else. We're going to put 10 seconds on the clock. Come back with your answers in a little bit. I know I shouldn't have did that. I know it's going to come right back. I know it's going to destroy everything I made. It's probably going to get you for a cent away. But this game I play ain't no way uh. to fix it. It's inevitable that I'm... And the answer is... Do I have drum rolls on this bitch? I ain't got no drum rolls. I do got a drum roll. All the time, all the time. Wow. Got that totally wrong. But this could be where this could be where I start to talk my way out. Because now she letting it be known like, nigga, I'm grown. I'm grown. I really got work. I'm really putting stamps in my motherfucking passport. Don't be clocking me with your we your we your little bitch ass over here on Beltway 8. Don't be clocking me just because you in traffic on the 610. I'm putting stamps on my passport. Do you really think I got time to just be in this shit all day? What type of motherfucker do you take me for? You playing with me. I don't appreciate it. What else did she say? I don't open the app all the time. I apologize for making you feel anxious. I was anxious. I was incredibly anxious. And I'm glad that you noticed. It's not your fault. But I'm glad that you can take some onus for that. Again, it's not your fault. This was me in my head doing the most. But, excuse me. I can appreciate you thinking to yourself, but I can understand 
I can understand how maybe my actions maybe led to that. It's not my fault. It's not your fault. Damn. I got to take off this little... I hate the face ID. I hate the fucking face ID. Shit is retarded. Again, I apologize for making you feel anxious. It was not intentional. The same way I thought that I might have offended you. It was not intentional. It was just a little playful break check. That's all it was. It was just a playful break check. That's it. Now, like I told you guys, the last message said, I just got busy. There's one more message to go. It doesn't look like. It looks like I'm getting out. It looks like I might be out the woods, but I don't know. We got one more to read. This could be this could be the the one hitter quitter though. This could be the golden gun. And the line goes, you didn't offend me, by the way. I just got busy. frame big thighs stretch marks nice booty nice booty quality milk quality milk we still in there guys we still fucking in there we still fucking in there i like it i can appreciate it but yeah, man, Youngin was, you know what I'm saying? Youngin was kind of feeling a little just because I just seen kind of how Shorty was just doing some things or just sometimes I ask certain questions. She be kind of beating around the bush a little bit, not really answering my questions and just, just some of the things that she be saying. I know how women are these days, short fuse. They quick to fuck it, this and that, blah, blah, blah. I understand. And I would have understood this. Again, I totally would have understood her just saying, nigga, who you think you're talking to? I'm cool on it, for surely. But I just didn't like being ghosted. I don't think anybody likes being ghosted. It's different when you only talk to somebody for it. Like, because that happens all the time. That happens all the time. You talk to somebody, and I do that. I might talk to you for a day. Like, it's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's dead wrong. I might talk to a little bitch on Bumble or some shit like that. Some fat bitch that I know I ain't finna fuck with whatsoever, but for whatever reason, I don't know, maybe she just said something about music, so she just reeled me in. Like, oh, of course. I'll, yeah, let's talk about some music. What's your favorite for sure? But mm, it don't work. I ghost them. Same with me. I might be talking this and that, all of a sudden just don't hear nothing back. That's cool. 
the first day, second day, you might be able, you might even be able to push it to a third day if you're talking to somebody and then it's just like whatever. Even that might be acceptable. Guys, I almost, I was damn near putting in two weeks. That, 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 that honestly, it, yeah, it hurt my feelings. Again, it's just sex. Like I told her, ain't no pressure. I ain't got no pressure. If you don't want to fuck with the kid, you don't want to fuck with the kid. It is what it is. It ain't nothing but a nut. We ain't talking about getting into no relationship and no shit like that. So it is what it is. I ain't tripping. I ain't tripping at all. But, again, two weeks, ghosting, eh. Eh, I don't like that. But, yeah. Anyways, wow, guys. I know I stretched this one out. And this was going to be a short pod. I still got a couple more topics to get into. I still got a couple more topics. Y'all want me to get into them topics? Fuck it. We're going to get into them. Nothing crazy. It ain't. It was really only two more. Uh, and this is going to be a quick, I mean, not a quick, but just a real change of pace right here. Real change of pace. Uh, the difference between men these days, uh, they don't jump out the window like I do. Or, no, maybe I'm really comparing that to old niggas. Long story short is, the topic is, the difference between men these days, a good friend and a good man you used to value was a nigga that could help you save money. Now as a man, if you can't help someone gain money, you're looked at as useless and not worth having around. Is that 100% true? No. But is that... A great talking point and narrative in today's time. Yes. Do I respect it? Yes. Do I accept it? 1,000%. So much so that truthfully, that's why I've never been able to build any type of relationship outside of childhood friends and niggas that I met in the military when we was all relatively broke and had to, or not even broke, just, you know, all kind of in the same boat. But when I got out to L.A., there was plenty of people that I thought I wanted to reach out to and try to fuck with and all this and that. But I understood, one, where I was at. Two, what I am in this world. That's a man. And at no point did I ever want to try to build any type of relationship with any stranger and it ever even feel like, ever even think that it could be misconstrued that my hands might possibly be out. That I can't add value to whatever it is motherfuckers is doing. Whether that was in rap, whether that was 
in film, whether that was in radio, whether that was in whatever the case. If I didn't feel like that I could, whatever, if I didn't feel like I had a skill, and I still don't necessarily think I have that. I mean, I do, but I don't know. I just felt like if I didn't have my, if I didn't have a trump card, if I didn't have a, a big joker in every single situation, not even so much a big joker to win the hand, just a big joker to put on the table that everybody got to acknowledge. Like somebody else might have a bigger joker. I might have, I might have had the baby joker. I might have just had the joker. But even if you pull out that deuce, even when you throw that deuce on the table, niggas got to acknowledge that deuce because it, it'll clean up. You put a joker on the table, niggas got to acknowledge the joker. Even if a, even the motherfucker that's got the big joker, he got to acknowledge the joker because if he want to win that hand, well, now he's got to use his big joker. It made me think about it because I think I was watching maybe a Charleston White interview and he was just talking about like, again, something somewhere along these lines of just how people interact dealing with money and this and that and how men deal with men and whatnot. And it just made me think like, you know, because the world is so different now, like niggas my dad's age, you know what made niggas fuck with a nigga or in my dad's age? If you could like fix a refrigerator. If you were like a legit handyman. If you could like fix a car. Like a nigga fuck with you. They, they, a nigga really will value your, your fucking friendship. Just because you know how to fix a car. You can help a nigga save some money. You can help a nigga save some money. You know how to fix a lawnmower. I don't want to have to take my shit to Sears. I don't want to have to take my shit to goddamn John Deere, this and that shit. Rest in peace, my Uncle Bobby. My nigga really used to be fixing lawnmower. My nigga Uncle Bobby, my Uncle Bobby was just, he used to fix all kind of shit. Uh, but niggas will fuck with you. Niggas respected you. Because you could do shit like that. Ain't no nigga respecting a nigga that know how to fucking fix a lawnmower in 2023. You know how many niggas in 2023, if they get a flat tire, even if they got the spare in the trunk, they'll wait, they'll call AAA and sit on the side of the road until they get there to put it on. Maybe not even for the fact that they don't know how to put it on, but it's just more boss when you can just pay somebody else to do it. Now, granted, even with that type of mindset, you would think, or you could think, and this is where I might be just getting into, you know, contradict, uh, into a contradictory territory, but you could think that, well, if you're going to pay somebody else and you got a homie that could do it, 
but he not rich. Like me, for an example. If I could do some shit like that, I'm probably one, I'm probably the brokest of all my friends. Maybe not all of them, but probably all of them. I'm probably the brokest nigga of all my friends. But if I was a real-world mechanic, know how to fix cars, know how to do this and that, just a handyman, would niggas really feel like I was bringing value to the circle? Would niggas still be able to fuck with me? Would niggas really still fuck with me? When they know that I'm just not on that level. And them niggas can do things on a different level that I just can't do. Financially. Because everything is about money these days. Let's just get to it. Everything, no matter what, the baseline is money. No matter what it is, no matter how you slice it, no matter how you look at it. My nigga, are you getting paid or not? Back in the day, I just don't know if it was like that. I just don't know if it was like that. And I'm not saying my homies don't fuck with me or no shit like that. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just simply saying, I feel like in today's age, what it is we look at as a good man, maybe a good friend to have, is different than what it was in yesteryear. I think in yesteryear, there were more pulls that you could take from that you that a nigga could wear. He could put that on his jacket of like, oh, okay, the nigga ain't no hoe nigga. He ain't no fuck nigga. He know how to do this. He can't help in this way. And this and that and blah, blah, blah. That's a good dude. And I'm glad that's my dog. In today's day and age, it's more so... And I very well could be wrong. It's more so is, are you getting money? If you're not getting money, then we just not on the same level. And because we're not on the same level, that really kind of speaks to your character. That really kind of speaks to, well, you're not disciplined. And if you're not disciplined, then it's possible you could be desperate. I wonder if that is a correlation. That was just kind of off the dome, but who knows? And if you desperate, you damn for you you for damn sure distrustful. There there you, you reek of distrust if you desperate. Can you help further me along in my purpose? Oh, you can't, then I can't, I can't pick up the phone. 
I can't text back. I can't do that. Because we just on two different wavelengths. You're not growing with me. Like they always say, everybody can't come. Some people just got to get left behind. And sometimes you don't even have to make the choice. You can just continue to do the work and level up and let nature take its course. Some people will just realize, damn, I can't, I, I just can't make it. This is just too much. I just, I just don't think I'm going to be able to make it. I appreciate you for letting me rock with you for this long. I look forward to seeing you and where your journey takes you. Who knows? But anyways, that was just a random thought. Truthfully, I kind of forgot where I really, really, really was going with it because, well, like I said, this was the other day. Um, And what else do I want to get to? This is my last topic because I've been out because I'm going on well, not too long. About an hour ten. Uh but this right here. And this this is true. This is it breaks my heart, but it's also it's also true fizz. No cap. He could have been all these young all the girls Hold up. Joel like Joel's yeah. is on two hundred mixtapes. He got yeah. bangers. Like like No, I'm not gonna like, lie, when I first heard Joel's rap. I was like, yo, because at that time I wasn't speaking to Killer. So I was like, yo, this nigga got one. Yeah, like, like, like could have really been like, he could have been on, he could have been Hove level. No cap. Real, now, real talk, he had it. And he yeah. had it at a young age. He like, he could have been the leader of everything that's going on outside yeah. right now. He could have been all these young father, uncle, whatever you want to call it. Like, that's how much, because the, the chicks liked him. He yeah. could rap. He was fly. He had every element that you yeah. needed to be that. Yeah, he had the real wittiness to be yeah. like one of. The this is a three minute clip. I'm not gonna play the whole thing, but it really felt good to see that, and it really was bittersweet at the same time because Joel Santana was, without a doubt, my first favorite rapper. It's so crazy. I feel so fucking honored to even be able to say that shit. I'm not even going to lie to you. I feel so fucking honored. Matter of fact, let me just play y'all a quick snippet. Just a quick, just to let y'all niggas know exactly how real it is. Hold up, because it's right here. Hold up. It's right here. Let me just... Write these lyrics three days from 9-11. Bless all the souls, if nothing, there's a heaven for us. Gotta learn to stick together, we can't manage this weather. Trust me, I know it gets better, I still want to shed tears from the terror. As I smoke on this heroin, one, type self sativa. Turn my plane Jane to a diva, so now I got it deeper. She told me she a keeper, I'm Harlem's own distant family. From me to you on headphones and the camera. I'm Harlem Zone. It took me a while to get to it. I forgot where it was at in the verse. But that is your one and only favorite Wody, Jack Canes. Off my 2017 EP, 
Track six, Ode to Harlem, nigga. This is a Harlem podcast. It really didn't turn out to one, but as far as musically, that might be motherfucking song of the week. No cap. Come on. I'm Harlem's own distant family. From me to you on headphones in a Camry, nigga. You got to understand. I used to run this album to death. Niggas know. If you my age, you know what Dipset meant. If you anywhere from ages 29 to 30 fucking 7, nigga, you know what Dipset meant. Actually, if you anywhere from ages 29 to probably 41. You really know what Dipset meant. And then here fucking when my nigga come through with goddamn. Come on, cuh. Yeah, let me call this bitch. Come on, cuh. Dipset in the building. Killer Jewels. How y'all nigga was supposed to act when I first heard this? Let's go. Dipset, 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 dipset. Nigga, that shit's too fucking hard. Like, bro, Santana was so hard. And this was, like I said, my first favorite rapper. I used to love this fucking album. I don't know where I got it from. I don't know who bought it. I probably bought it myself somehow. Uh, Yeah, because it was 2003. So I I don't know where I was getting money from, but somebody bought it for me. I don't know. Somebody bought it for me. Uh, And... He was just so ill. His bars, just the introspectiveness. Like, like on that song, Ode to Harlem, the first verse is me doing like a Cameron impression. Like, I'm going to, that is going to be song of the week. That's going to be song of the week. The first verse is like me doing a Cameron impression. Like, just kind of how I'm rapping. You, can, you know how Cam just with the wild crazy kind of like elementary type bars and shit like that like just saying whatever the fuck you think is just fly you know what i'm saying but my second verse it just had more introspective to it just a little more you know just a little more thought a little more feeling you know and that's what that's what santana used to be like for me man like my nigga, like just this, like. One day a smile. A smile. A smile. Next day a tear. Get out of my face. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. One now once, once again, again, the deep, deep thought, thought of a leader crosses my mind. mind. I rethought that I seen her all in my mind. That's how my nigga opened up the verse. On track two of his debut fucking album. That's how my nigga opened up the verse. Opened up the song. On track two of his debut album. Now once again a deep thought of Aaliyah crosses my mind. 
again, my nigga Santana was just introspective. He was a young nigga just, you know. But let me play some more of the clip because this is where it kind of. One of those special rappers. Right, exactly. We stopped him. You was there, I wasn't. Well, to be, and I'm going to be totally honest with you, to me, Jewel's. I wouldn't say poor work ethic, but I'm just not sure why. Zuel's is sitting there with 300 songs on his hard drive and won't put it out. If you follow Zuel's name, all the girl, like Zuel's yeah. is like that. Nah, like Zuel's could have really been. But I'm just not sure why. Zuel's is sitting there with 300 songs on his hard drive and won't put it out. If you follow Zuel's now on his Instagram, I haven't spoke Zuel's in a while, but he'll tell you next month. So and so is coming out next month. So and so is coming out so, next month. So and so it doesn't come out. If you think about it, he wanted to get out of his deal with me. Uh, I look the songs done, why they don't come out. I speak to his brother all the time. Most artists do that. I have nothing to do with as far as your music outside. You come with us to the club, goes in the house, straight up and down. When, when he's 15, 16, you don't want to go to school, you ain't going outside. You come with us to the club. Yo, you did them songs. All them songs that you hear, the bangers, was forced. Yo, write the song, my nigga. Write the song. But it got to a point where I can't treat you like you're, you're a grown man now. I can't yell at yeah. you. I can't scream at you. All them hits, uh, Gangsta Music, Santana's Town, mm -hmm. all the hot Hey, Ma, was when we about to walk out to the club. We had Crib in Chicago. And he'd be like, come on. I'd be like, did the 16? He'd be like, da-da-da. Uh, I said, we'll bring your bitch back. You're not coming out until you finish the the song, you're not going straight like that. He'll tell you, and, and, and you're not coming out. We'll bring your hoe back. And if you, nigga, was 15, 16 years old, they was bringing grown women back to the club. They was bringing grown women back from the club that was fucking on the teenager. Y'all hoes is nasty too. Like I said, the money. You finished the 16, we'll let you have them. Yeah, Jewels was definitely and, top and, five. And that's how top fucking five, my nigga, no cap. Jewels was top five in 2003. I swear to God. The songs came about. So when we start working together. Did my nigga go platinum? Hold on. Let me Google this. Let me Google this. From me to you, Santana. Did this shit. How many, how many copies did this motherfucker sell? I ain't got time for that. Take me to the Wikipedia. Y'all playing. How many copies of this album did my... That shit peaked on the U.S. Billboard at number eight. It peaked on the U.S. Top R&B and Hip Hop Albums Billboard. Number three. The, come on. It's weekly charts. The year-end chart, it was at 73. My nigga was top. My nigga was top 100. How many units did he sell? Does it say? My nigga, my nigga went, nah, he ain't go gold. He ain't go gold. He didn't go gold. Uh, it only sold, it sold 74,000 its first week. As of 2009, it sold 360. It sold 360. So he didn't go gold because I think going gold is 500,000. Um, but nigga, this was a cold fucking classic. Like a cult classic. Then his second album was What the Game Been Missing in 2005. And I don't know what the fuck. Again, I don't know what happened with my nigga after that. But again, 
the mixtapes. I opened up with Back Like Cook Crack. Nigga, that was one of the craziest, wildest mixtapes known to fucking man, bro. Known to fucking man, that was one of the wildest, craziest mixtapes ever. Like, nigga, he had the streets on lock when that shit dropped. I can remember being in middle school, just everybody was playing Back Like Cook Crack. Niggas had Back Like Cook Crack t-shirts and everything. Like, it was just fucking amazing. And I really... Joel Santana might be the Michael Beasley of hip-hop. He was the greatest that never was because that nigga was so fucking ill. Like, nigga, Squale. Yeah. Uh-oh. Come on. Come on. I used to always act like he was saying Rono. I think he was saying Rojo with me. He was saying Rojo with me. But I will always say, Roanoke. <laughs> I like to welcome y'all yeah. to the great Fuck with your boy, once again. Uh. Hey, now, now I, I got, got more than my swagger, swagger back. back. Listen here, Mr. Majestic is back. back. Uh-oh. Come on. Come the fuck on. I just wanted to just speak on my nigga Santana and how rappers... Is niggas just don't be hitting their potential. You could be, I could be a walking, I could be a walking testament of that. Who knows? Um, do I want to get into this next topic? Even though there wasn't really a topic, no. More so, just on this nigga right here doing the most. Would y'all do this? Oh, I'm gonna try to keep this short and whatnot. Um, a lot of y'all already know what's going on and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? If you've been on IG lately, um, but this is a message for YG um, and whatnot. And from a real one to a real one, man, I'm asking that you please take my baby mama, you know what I mean, off your IG with her, you know, picture of her busting it all open and whatnot. You feel me? So, you know what I mean? Baby was telling me, you know, she had to go to her sisters. Her sister is going through some things and, you know, she got to handle some family issues. So I'm like, cool. It is what it is. You feel me? You know, I wake up text message dms going crazy like nigga ain't this your baby mama you know what i'm saying so i go over to yg instagram <laughs> baby mama on there busting it open going crazy niggas all in the background cheesing and smiling got me looking like a straight goofy you feel me and you know what i'm saying and niggas like oh if that's your baby mama you need to keep her in check you know what i'm saying baby don't listen you feel me and you know i'm out, now i'm out here looking like a goofy you feel me so like i say man if you're a real one i'm asking that you please take my baby mama down nigga that's your baby mama does your baby mama count for your girlfriend? Are y'all in a relationship? Is that your wife? If it ain't, nigga, what you really gonna say? What, what, what are you entitled to? How you gonna ask another nigga? Look like, look like she had the strip club. Maybe it was a personal strip party. Maybe it was at YG's house. Ain't no telling. And she is busting that thing wide the fuck open. No cap. Nigga, you gonna get online and ask another nigga to take it off his page just because that's your baby mama? He don't know you or the bitch probably. Or maybe he hit the hoe. Then he really ain't gonna give a fuck. Nigga, you over here asking me to take a pic take a picture down. Nigga, you should be asking me to take my dick out of her mouth. 
That's what you should be asking because that's what happened. Talk about some, I don't want to be on here looking at now. You got me on here looking like a goof. Nigga, you looking like a goofy because you on fucking Instagram doing this and that. Because you on motherfucking Instagram wilding out. Because you on motherfucking Instagram, you know what I'm saying. Fuck it. Because you jumping out the motherfucking window. Nigga, fellas, we got to stop jumping out the window. We got to stop jumping out the window across the board. Clean across the board. We got to stop jumping out the window. We got to stop jumping out the window. Imagine that. Imagine that. Me being in PI. You know how I used to be. You know I, you know I used to have the footage. I wish I wish I would imagine a motherfucker come through seeing episode seeing season two. Episode three of the Avenue. Motherfucker talking about that's my can you please take her off? Nigga, you know where she work. You know what she doing for the change. You should have had a problem with that. Get out my YouTube comments. You feel me? Niggas is playing. But all right, guys. It has been a real one. I didn't mean for it to go this long. I really didn't. Maybe I got a little extra dragging that one shit out, but it is what it is. So in closing, one time for Harlem World. And free to wave. I remember waking up 7.30 every morning looking for a split to smoke. I was rarely indicted, rarely related. Often I'm driving with chronic. Uh, same old dumb, maxing out Bonanza. Used to play around with the snow, but I ain't trusting Santa. Rono, and I'm still broke. Cashing out for ill smoke. Nigga shorty had no lungs, but goddamn, that was the kill toe. And my Pontiac set like, oh, why, dope? Used to whip the 45 cream butter too. It's shorty ass was mad fat. I ain't frontin' about you other niggas. Take you back 2007, and you get no love, my nigga. So shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut the fuck up. They both from Virginia. Yeah. The most patriotic, like, these are fuckers. America's all like, come on. Y'all gotta know. Like, I'm only 25, like. Spit that shit, bro. And as I write these lyrics, three days from 9-11. Bless all the souls, if nothing, there's a heaven for us. Gotta learn to stick together, we can manage this weather Trust me, I know it gets better, I still Wanna shed tears from the terror As I smoke on this hero One, 
top shelf sativa. Turn my plane Jane to a diva. So now I got it deeper. She told me she a keeper. I'm Harlem's own distant family. From me to you on headphones and a camera. Santana. And there's still nothing you can tell me when I'm up the mic. I still prefer to taste my bud through a glass pipe. I still prefer to drop her off the first night. I still prefer, hey, or out. Come on, my nigga. That's old to Harlem. Act like it. Act like I heard confront your babe in 06. Nigga, don't think I won't. I'll play confront your babe right now. Y'all better fucking stop playing with me. I'll play confront your babe right fucking now. On my fucking mom, I will. I swear to God, y'all play. Y'all play with me, nigga. Share, I'll play confront your babe right now, you nigga. Bring the motherfucking way. First time ever hearing Max B. Even though he was on G's up. But I feel like it was Confront You, Babe, that really had me like, holy shit. And my camera just died, so it's time to get up out of here. I'm fighting for you, Jack. I'm fighting for you, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> 